Blog Talk Radio. How's everyone out there? Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Jay Balvin, Eve, the Baby, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and a whole lot more. So let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up at NYC. Up on the train and the radio was all I need. In the fuse and celeb news, I let see. That's entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture. Radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto time stages. Gotta make a change in. That's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune. The bins is nice. The jacks is the better cruise. There is no car by wind cause you plan to lose. Smooth, just like that. Tammy Jones do it best. Come on, just know that. Been blessed by the Lord once. Wait on that. Blog radio, your speakers better be on max. Real facts, if it's swag, we'll speak on that. Just celebrity news, a new feed in my melody tune. So Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. It's entertainment for your head, baby. Just come through, she's on air now. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number. Number one again. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com/slash/dasentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto fourteen. That's Stiletto, like the shoe, that's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. that's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature is a beautiful, sunny 51 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. And um, before I get started with the show today, uh Got to talk about the elections uh, here in the United States. We still don't have a winner yet. Uh, there's still a lot of battleground states like North Carolina, Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, with the numbers still having the ballots haven't been counted all the way. Uh, they still got thousands and thousands more ballots to go. So everybody's on edge. Everybody's on pins and needles. Everybody is facing some kind of anxiety. So it is a little nerve-wracking because it's such a close race. And, uh, you know, uh, you know my opinions about the current uh, president. And, uh, you know, I didn't even sleep at all last night. I might have got maybe about three hours of sleep because I was basically up all night just following the states, the numbers, the ballots, the tallies coming in. So I only got a couple of hours of sleep, but I'm good now. I'm good now. So well, how's everyone doing? It's Wednesday. It is November, November 4th to be exact. How is everybody doing? The holidays coming up. We still got a pandemic out here. Uh, that 
changes a lot of things because the holidays are coming up. You know, we can't have the get the family get togethers like we did in the past. So it's a little hard. Uh, they don't recommend because now we're heading towards the second wave, so to speak. So it's it's rough. It is rough. Uh, this week in entertainment, we're going to be talking about also. Um, Sean Connery, uh, you know, the original 007, James Bond, passed away last Saturday at the age of 90. You know, he, you know, at first a lot of people thought he was British, but he he was a Scottish actor, and uh, he was the first to bring the role to the big screen of playing portray, the portrayal of James Bond, and it, he appeared in like seven of the spy thrillers. Uh, Sir Sean, he died peacefully in his sleep in the Bahamas, having been unwell for some time, according to his son. Uh, his acting career spanned about seven decades, and he won an Oscar in 1988 for his role in The uh, Untouchables. Uh, Sir Sean, other films include The Hunt for Red October, Highlander, Indiana Jones, and The Last Crusade, and The Rock. Uh, he leaves his wife, um, uh, Michelle, um, Michelle uh, and her. I'm I'm sorry. I don't think that's Michelle. Um, his he does leave a wife and his son Jason and daughter Stephanie. So rest in peace to Sean Connery. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Jay Baldwin. Apparently uh, he is bearing his vulnerable side with millions of his followers. Uh, he's been absent from social media for a few days, but he returned with a confession about his mental health. That's right. I did, had no idea that he was struggling, but he is struggling with some anxiety and some depression, and he got emotional in a video that he posts on his social media. We'll talk about that. Uh, Eve is the latest host to depart from the talk. Uh, the rapper and singer announced on Monday that uh, she's going to be uh, leaving the daytime talk show. She's only going to be around until December. And I'll tell you the reason for her for leaving the show. You know, they had so many hosts come and go, remember? And um, the last one was Maria Osmond. But Maria Osmond only been there. She only stayed for one season. The baby, unfortunately, um, has experienced some loss in recent days. His brother... Uh, he lost his brother due to an alleged suicide. Uh, he addressed it on his latest Instagram post, so we're going to be talking about that. And Beyonce um, is on three separate covers for the December 2020 issue of British Vogue. And in it, um, not only the stunning pictures, i got to give it credit to the photographer, and the photographer is he's his name is Kennedy Carter and he's only 21 years old but those the photos are beautiful uh but Beyonce gives a rare interview uh talking about how 2020 has changed her life I'll tell you more about it and um this is the start of a new month for Miss Taylor Swift apparently she is going to be able to re-record many of her old albums. Remember, there was some uh, hold on her, uh, her, I get her publishings with her uh, uh, ex uh, agent Scooter Braun. Well, she got some good news. It looks like it's going to be happening for her. 
So without further ado, let's get started. Uh, Jay Balvin bears his vulnerable side with millions of his followers having been absent from social media for a few days. The Mi Gente hitmaker returned with a confession about his mental health as he shared his struggle with anxiety and some depression with a tearful video. On Tuesday, November 3rd, the 35-year-old Colombian star took to Instagram story to reveal why he had recently been away from his online platform. And this is what he said. Quote, like any human being, I had some challenges. This time it's anxiety and some depression. And he, he says this in Spanish. He said, I don't like acting or faking my happiness or that anything is perfect. Uh, the real this is and this is what he's saying. The reggaeton singer, whose real name is Jose Alvaro Osorio Balvin, went on sharing his thoughts with fans and followers. He also said, "Quote: I'm like any human being. I'm fragile. I'm vulnerable. Possibly more than all of you." Unquote. And despite the struggle, Balvin managed to offer his gratitude to his devotees who remain connected. The two-time Grammy nominee who revealed that he contracted coronavirus in mid-August concluded his emotional message by signing off using his name. He said, quote, I love you all, Jose. He told his followers while making a peace sign gesture with his right hand. Now, Baldwin has been open about his mental health struggles. Back in November of 2019, he shared an Instagram video where he talked about anxiety and depression are a reality, and perhaps it was part of his mission on earth to talk about these things that few accept. He closed it with a positive message by stating, quote, and simply accepting that I am human like everyone else, unquote. Let me tell you, uh, depression, anxiety is real. It is real. And a lot of people don't know. You don't know what a person is really going through until you actually talk with that person or get to know that person. It's real. Um, you know, we some people seem like they appear happy and joking on the outside, but in the inside they're really feeling it. They're really hurting. So I'm glad that Jay Balvin was able to uh, address that to all his followers because it is real out here. It's very real. Uh, Eve is departing from her from the talk, actually, the rapper and singer announced on Monday, November 2nd, that she will be with the CBS daytime talk show only until December, noting that it would be hard for her to travel back from London, where she and her husband, Maximilian Cooper, currently reside. Uh, this is what she shared. She said, quote, it's been a crazy year, obviously for all of us, and I'm so grateful that I'm able to stay here in London and do the show, but I can't see for me the foreseeable future of traveling back at the moment and have decided that at the end of December, this will probably be my last time on the show in this capacity as a host, unquote. She also went on to say uh, that they're in another lockdown from Thursday because she lives in the U.K., and that's another reason, obviously, staying home has been such a blessing because her husband she and her husband got to know each other in a different way, a beautiful way, so she wanted to be closer to him, and she wanted to concentrate on expanding their family and being with her family. Uh, she also uh, went on to say since being on the show, she has grown as a woman and as a person, and that she never thought that being on a talk show would be this much of an opening for her spirit, soul, and personality. 
Eve joined the show in November 2017 to replace Aisha Tyler. The 41-year-old star later thanked her co-hosts, including Sharon Osbourne, Cheryl Underwood, and Carrie Ann Anava for their support all this time. And prior to this, Marie Osmond announced her departure from the talk after one season. Uh, I see we got we got a few calls here. Let's see here. Hi, welcome to that. Hi, welcome to Death Entertainment. You're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Great. Um, fuck you, you piece of shit, cunt. Okay. You know, as long I've been doing this show for about over ten years now, and there's always somebody who is calling up. They're not serious. They want to make their, you know, make these. Uh, Vulgar comments on the show, and uh, it's just sad. It, it's really sad. So I'm not taking any more calls. If you're not calling or to uh, talk about any of the today's stories, I'm just gonna delete your call. Hello, you're live on the air. Hey, how are you? Who's it? Who's this? It's Frank. Who? Frank. Oh, hi. Hi, how are you? Do you want to say anything about any of the stories that I just mentioned so far? Yeah, I thought they were um, absolute horse shit, and they're shit. Okay. All right. Uh, Just uh, disregard that. We got a couple of jokers who, you know, that's all they have nothing else better to do. So disregard that. Um, That's why um, for now on, as long as I'm doing this show – I am not answering any more calls because it's not fair to the listeners who want to listen to the show, and it's also a waste of time. So um, if you're trying to call in, if you're not serious, I'm not going to pick up the phone. Anyway, let's go back. So um, the baby has singly addressed his brother's alleged suicide in his latest Instagram post. And following news of his elder brother's tragic passing, the 28-year-old rapper posted lyrics from his song intro in which he gives insight into his brother's struggle. Now, the baby brother, Glenn Johnson, uh, unfortunately passed away yesterday from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And this is according to a TMZ source. With direct knowledge of the tragedy, he reportedly took his own life in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, early in the day, Glenn posted a video in which he claimed that he had been wrong in the past, he uh, was visually upset and crying while holding a firearm in a car in the video. Now, he reportedly shot himself in the head around 4 p.m. local time and died not long after posting the sad clip. He is said to have left behind three daughters and a son. Meanwhile, WSOC-TV reported that Glenn was shot and killed in a parking lot on Berkeley Place Drive off of Mallard Creek Church Road, but didn't mention that it was a suicide. Now, police are currently investigating circumstances surrounding his death, and following news of his brother passing, the baby seemingly paid tribute to his late brother on his Instagram profile. Long live my brother. 
with a black heart emoji read a description on his page. Now, on the same day, the baby was actively involved in a campaign to get people in North Carolina to vote by offering free rides to the polls. He teamed up with the hashtag NoCap2020 campaign for his initiative, Vote Baby Vote. The 28-year-old star posted photos of him with voters at the voting booth. He simply captioned it with a black heart emoji. So our hearts go out to the baby. Sorry to hear about that. Now, Beyonce, she posed for three separate covers for the December 2020 issue of British Vogue. The cover debuted on Friday, last Friday, October 30, and it was shot by 21-year-old Kennedy Carter, the youngest photographer in history to shoot a British Vogue cover. In a rare interview with British Vogue editor-in-chief Edward Ennettel, Beyonce shared how 2020 changed her life. And this is what she said. She said, quote, it would be difficult to experience life in a pandemic and the current social unrest and not be changed. I have learned that my voice is clearer than clear when I am still. I truly cherish this time with my family, and my new goal is to slow down and shed stressful things from my life. I've spent a lot of time focusing on building my legacy and representing my culture the best way I know how. Now I decide to give myself permission to focus on joy. Unquote. Uh, elsewhere in the issue, which hits newsstands on November 6th, Beyonce speaks about her mission to elevate black voices and how becoming a mother changed her outlooks, particularly after welcoming her first child, Blue Ivy, and giving birth to a son. In other Beyonce news, the Adidas and Evie Park Drip 2 collection debuted on Adidas.com last Thursday, October 29th, and in the Adidas store on Friday, October 30th. Needless to say, the online portion nearly sold out within minutes. And it's a beautiful line. I love the colors, uh, colors that you don't see too often. Very nice line, very nice line. It's called the Adidas and Ivy Park Drip to collection. You gotta definitely check it out. Right now, we got 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I broadcast for, uh, live from New York City. And I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show or you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, the start of the new month hit a high note for fans of Taylor Swift, who previously identified November 2020 as when she'll be able to re-record many of her old albums. In June of 2019, talent executive Scooter Braun Company acquired the Big Machine record label, which held the rights to each of Swift's albums through 2017's Reputation. Swift later shared her plans to re-record much of her musical catalog and said during a Good Morning America interview that she thinks that artists deserve to own their work. She said, quote, it's something that I'm very excited about doing because my contract says that starting November 2020s, so next year, I can record albums one through five all over again. This is what she said on GMA in August of 2019. 
Now, many of Switch fans celebrated over the weekend as the calendar turned to November, including some who shared social media posts using the hashtag TaylorIsFree. The whole year felt like a whirlwind, and now Taylor is finally it's free. And this is what some of her followers tweeted. Uh, one user tweeted, we, will, we all will be deleting all of her old music from our playlists and apps, and we'll only be streaming Taylor art owned by Taylor. That's it. And another person wrote on Twitter that we love to see it. Hashtag Taylor is free. So good for her because I, I know she's been going through a lot of hell with this, with her publishing and the holding the rights. And it's just crazy how the music business can be so cruel to a lot of the artists. And it it, it, help, it, it takes away from their creativity and it, it helps, it, it takes away from, it puts a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to the music business. So... Good for her, good for her. Uh, John Legend is calling out some of his former favorite rappers for, for supporting Donald Trump. Uh, Legend put Lil Wayne and other rappers on blast during their appearance at a Philadelphia campaign event for Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris on Monday, November 3rd. The Grammy winner didn't name Chuck Tucci, uh, but his words made it pretty clear that he was referring to the New Orleans native and possibly other Trump-friendly rap icons like Ice Cube and his friend Kanye West. Um, this is what Legend said. He said, some people see the meanness, the bullying, the selfishness of uh, Donald Trump, and they mistake it for strength, a kind of twisted masculinity. Some see his greed, and they mistake it for being good at business. Some of your former favorite rappers have been taken in by these lies. I think they even founded a new supergroup. It's called The Sunken Place, unquote. Legend added that Trump platinum plan for black America is nothing but fool's gold. Legend attended the Biden event with his wife, Chrissy Teigen, who, who made her first public appearance since recently suffering a miscarriage. Legend and Common closed out the Biden-Harris rally with a performance of their Grammy and Oscar-winning song, Glory. I happen to agree with John Legend. Uh, it's a shame because we know the deal, and I don't know if they're getting paid for this. I mean, at one time, Ice Cube said he would never be down with Donald Trump, and now you're down with him all of a sudden. How much did he pay you? And if you really wanted to do something for uh, for the black for for black people, how come you didn't address this? With uh, President Obama back back in the day, or with uh, John, uh, John Lewis or Elijah Cummings, you know what I mean. So I kind of agree with John Legend. You know, I'm glad he called him out. I really am. Um, speaking of John Legend, uh, he will always have a physical reminder of his beautiful son that left the world far too soon. Uh, you know, the 41-year-old musician recently uh, received a wrist tattoo bearing the name of his recent deceased son, Jack. Uh, Legend's wife, a seven-year Christy Teigen, suffered a stillbirth in September during her second trimester. And the ink design was created by Hollywood-based celebrity tattoo artist Winter Stone, who shared a couple of matching tattoos on Monday. Uh, in a surprise reveal in August, Tegan and Legend shocked fans with the announcement of their third child during the premiere of their new music video, Wild, featuring Tegan. 
And towards the end of the sexy song, an obvious pregnant Tegan showed off her belly bum. In this, um, in the remaining weeks, the couple, the celebrity couple, chronicled the at time troublesome pregnancy, and disclosed Tegan's complications. On September 30th, the supermodel made the heartbreaking announcement that she had unexpectedly lost a child. Legend and Tegan have two young children, two-year-old Miles and four-year-old daughter Luna. John Lithgow has reunited with uh, Third Rock from the Sun co-star Joseph Gordon-Levitt to turn poems from his new book, A Political Satire, into animated videos. The 75-year-old turned to Gordon-Levitt for help in promoting Trumpy Dumpty Wanted a Crown, Verses for a Despotic Age. By allowing him to call on members of his collaborative media platform hit record to submit audio recordings of two poems from the publication. They ended up using the submission to create a pair of animated shorts for Trumpy Dumpty Wanted a Crown and Fake News, while Gordon Levin was also among the celebrity pals invited to lend his voice to special video readings of other Litgal verses to stress the importance of voting in the lead up to. Tuesday night presidential election. Other recruited for the initiative include Meryl Streep, Samuel L. Jackson, Glenn Close, Whoopi Goldberg, Alan Alda, Annette Benning, Christian Shenowitz, and Edie Falco, as well as fellow Third Rock castmate Jane Curtin and Wayne Knight. Trumpy Dumpty wanted a crown versus for a despotic age is out now. And Kourtney Kardashian has found herself in hot water again. The Keeping Up with the Kardashian star was slammed by online user after spreading a conspiracy theory which claimed that face masks can cause cancer for those who wear them. The Poosh founder took to her Instagram account to share a claim which many dim misinformation with her over 102 million followers. The blue mask mandated at grocery stores and airplanes are made of PTFE, a a carcinogen made from a synthetic fluoride. And according to cancer.org, increases the risk of liver, testicle, pancreatic, kidney, and breast tumors, and um, also thyroid disease and high cholesterol. That's what it was read on the post, which featured a picture of the surgical-style mask, which Courtney reshared. And we're talking about the surgical blue mask that the doctors wear, that everybody is wearing. They said that high exposure can cause influenza-like symptoms and hemorrhaging in the lung, leading to suffocation. That's what the post continued to say. The Mama 3 didn't write anything in the caption except adding a mind-blown emoji. Wow. Right now we have uh, 26 minutes after the hour. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about John Boyega. Uh, He has settled his differences with Disney executive over his character role in the Star Wars franchise. We're going to be talking about that. Whoopi Goldberg has four sister act producers to address pay disparities among the cast by doing something a little different. I'll tell you what she did. And Maggie Smith is returning to screens for the forthcoming Downton Abbey, the movie sequel. And David and Victoria Beckham are reportedly set to share never-seen-before home movies as part of a new deal with Netflix. 
and pop star B.B. Rexa is set to join Kristen Bell and Vince Vaughn in a counterfeit coupon comedy. All those stories and more coming up in the next hour, so don't go anywhere.
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We got 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That's the latest from the very sexy Trey songs in Be My Guest. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about John Boyega. He has settled his differences with Disney executive over his character role in the Star Wars franchise, but wants them to hire more black filmmakers. The British actor went public with his anger at Star Wars producers earlier this year, accusing them of sidelining his character Finn after the opening 2015 installment of the latest trilogy. Since his criticism was made public in GQ magazine, he said he's spoken to executives and hope his decision to take a stand will encourage them and other Hollywood studios to increase the diversity of their cast and crew. The Detroit star has earned plundance for his honest outspokenness on racism and other issues and said it's just his way of cutting through a system in which there's a lot of pretense. His next role comes in Red, White, and Blue, a part of director Steve McQueen's small acts anthology of films about black Britain. Whoopi Goldberg forced Sister Act producers to address pay disparities among the cast by taking days off sick. The actress starred as Dolores Van Cartier in 1992's Sister Act, which depicts a lounge singer who is forced to join a convent after being placed in the Witness Protection Program and its 1993 sequel, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Speaking during the Vulture Festival this week, the 64-year-old View co-host revealed that in order to show producer that the nuns on set deserve greater pay, she made herself absent from filming. To fight the wage gap, Whoopi admitted she fell ill for a day or two until the producers took notice and promptly resolved the issue, raising the fee for the nuns who were aged up to 82 years old. The star previous told fans she's working diligently to try to figure out how to get the gang together and come back for a third sister act movie. Uh, why the third installment of the popular comedy film didn't come a lot sooner? Goldberg explains for a long time they kept saying no. They kept saying no one wanted to see it. But those movie execs have apparently changed their minds, and just recently it turns out that might not be true. People might want to see it. And if for those who haven't seen it, check it out because it was a funny movie. It was good. It was well written. And people have been talking for years for another one. But um, we'll see what happens. Cross our fingers. Maggie Smith is returning to screen for the forthcoming Downton Abbey movie sequel. Smith star is Violet Crowley, uh, Doe Wanger's Countless, Countess of Grantham in the hugely popular franchise, but her involvement in the new project was uncertain following a movie scene in the last film where she told her granddaughter that she was sick and may not have long to live. Now, despite sources claiming producers are worried it would be impractical for Smith, who turned 86 in December, to return amid the pandemic, and this is according to Mail Online, she agreed to appear in the flick. 
She'll be joined by her screen family, including um, Hughes Bonneville's Lord Grantham and Elizabeth McGovern as his wife, Cora. Her granddaughter, Lady Mary, played by Michelle Dockery, will also return along with Matthew Good as her husband, Henry. Meanwhile, Jim Carter's Mr. Carson, Phyllis Logan's Mrs. Carson, the Hughes, and Brandon Cole's Mr. Bates and his wife, Anna, played by Joanne Froggett, will also be back alongside Imelda Stoughton, Maud, Lady Bagshaw and Tupence Middleton as Lucy Smith, who joined the cast for the first movie. The film will shoot from March until May next year until un- under strict COVID-19 safety protocols. And creator Julian Fellows have been polishing the screenplay during the lockdown. The first film based on the British hit drama series of the same name was released in 2019, four years after the TV show concluded. Serving as a continuation of the TV series, the big screen adaptation grossed $194 million worldwide against the $13 to $20 million budget. David and Victoria Beckham are reportedly set to share never-seen-before home movies as part of a new deal with Netflix. According to sources, the couple has signed a deal with the streaming worth in excess of $20.5 million to release archives of home footage for a documentary about their life. The soccer star will feature in uh, an intimate camcorder footage from their family birthdays, Christmases, and other celebrations, and... And this is according to an alleged report with an insider telling the British tabloid The Sun that the Fly on the Wall program will also recount the couple love story from their early dates to the present day. Now, David and Victoria's children, Brooklyn, who's 21, Romeo, who's 18, and Cruz, that's 15, and Harper, that's 9, are also expected to feature in the forthcoming project, produced under their Studio 99 company, which is unlikely to air until early 2022 amid the pandemic. And pop star B.B. Rex is set to join Christian Bell and Vince Vaughn in a counterfeit uh, coupon comedy. The singer previously lent her voice to animated 2019 movie Ugly Dolls, but will make her live-action acting debut in Queen Pens, which will also feature Bell, The Good Place castmate Kirby Howell Baptiste, and Richard Jewell star Paul Walter Hauser. The movie, developed by Production bosses at STX Film is inspired by real-life events and chronicles the largest coupon controversy in American history. Bell will play a suburban housewife who attempts to regain control of her life by starting a fake coupon club through which its members end up scamming millions from food company bosses. Ben Stiller will be one of the executive producers of the movie. Ariana Grande has slammed a little-known songwriter for alleging she ripped off his song for her Seven Rings hit. Josh Stone sued the pop superstar, accusing her of sampling his 2017 song, You Need It, I Got It, and now Grande is firing back with legal actions of her own. According to court documents obtained by the Blast, she is asking a New York judge to dismiss the case, insisting that the melodies of these two songs are not alleged to be the same, much less substantially similar, nor or any of the musical notes or instrumentation at issue. Ariana also insists that the original plaintiff cannot copyright the shared lyrics, I got it or I want it. 
Stone accused the defendant of copyright infringement, suggesting that Seven Rings ripped off his tune, adding that his hook was similar to Ariana's and insisting the two songs had identical metrical placement of the phrases. He also claimed that Ariana worked with a songwriter named Tommy Brown who had heard Stone's song and told him he really liked the track. Josh previously filed suit for all profits from Grande's song and an injunction prohibiting her from continuing to sell the music. And Kanye West has signed on to write, I'm sorry, Kenya Barris, Sorry, Kenya Barris has signed on to write and direct a forthcoming biopic on Richard Pryor for MGM. The movie studio acquired the film in a heated bidding war, and this is uh, according to Deadline. The biopic will mark Barris' directo- uh, directorial debut, and in addition to directing and pinning the script, the Blackish creator will also produce the film through his company, Calibo Inc. Society. Additional producers, including Pryor's widow, Jennifer Lee Pryor, through her tarnished angel imprint, and Tori Metzger for Levantine Films. They have been, there have been several attempts to bring Pryor's story to the big screen, including in 2016 when the Weinstein Company teamed up with Jennifer and Lee Daniels on a script by Oscar-winning screenwriter Bill Condon. Now, Mike Epps was slated to star, start as the comment legend, the star as the comment legend, and Oprah Winfrey was going to play his grandmother and uh, Eddie Murphy as his father and Kate Hudson as Jennifer. Now, Pryor began his comedy career in the early 1960s playing local clubs around New York. By the following decade, Pryor rose up to the ranks to become one of the most popular black comedians in the genre, appearing in films like Lady Sing the Blues, The Mac, Uptown Saturday Night, Car Wash, Harlem Nights, and The Wiz. Pryor was also a talented writer and producer. He wrote his stand-up comedy special as well as other shows such as Sanford and Son and The Richard Pryor Show. The 65-year-old comedian passed away from Parkinson's disease in 2005. And the 2020 presidential election gave Kanye West a reason to vote for the very first time. The 43-year-old Grammy winner voted for himself in Wyoming on Tuesday and happily shared photos and video proof on social media. Because West didn't qualify to make it on the ballot, he added himself as a write-in option along with Michelle's title as vice president. And this is what he tweeted. He said, the first vote of my life, we are here to serve. We pray for every servant leader in the world, unquote. And despite not making it to many of the ballots around the country, West managed to scrooge up a tiny fraction of votes, mostly in Kentucky. Earlier in the morning, he excitedly tweeted and deleted, God is so good. Today I'm voting for the first time in my life for the President of the United States, and it's for someone I truly trust, me. Unquote. West was who uh, only voted for himself and left the rest of his ballot blank, didn't break any laws by posting a photo of his ballot on social media. While several states banned voters from ballot selfies, it's perfectly legal to do so in Wyoming so long as the voter doesn't cause a disruption. West has been widely criticized for his political views and presidential campaign. The Chicago native public supported Donald Trump and then launched his own 2020 bid for president, a move which was reportedly powered by Republicans following a secret meeting between West and Donald Trump's senior advisor, Jared Kushner, earlier in the year. 
Right now we have here uh, 17 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, 
The long-awaited reboot of the 90s horror flick Candyman has been pushed back yet again. The film, written by Jordan Peele and directed by Nia DaCosta, is now expected to arrive on August 27, 2021. Like many productions delayed due to the coronavirus pandemic, the Candyman remake has been postponed more than once. Uh, in September, Universal Picture removed the film from its calendar, and DaCosta later explained that the film was made to view in theaters. Described as a spiritual sequel to the 1992 original, the reboot star Yahya Abdul-Mateen II as the supernatural monster lurking within the character Anthony McCoy. Uh, the film premise finds McCoy returning to the now gentrified Chicago area where the legend of Candyman first began. Taraji P. Henson will be getting back into her hosting bag for this year's 48th annual American Music Awards, set to air live from the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. This isn't Henson's first rodeo as a host. In 2009, the Hidden Figure actress co-hosted the 2009 Soul Train Award with Hustle and Flow co-star Terrence Howard. A few years later, Henson hosted the uh, BET Celebration of Gospel in 2014 and returned in 2016. And as for the nomination for this year's AMAs, The Weeknd and Roddy Rich lead the pack with eight nominations each. Megan Thee Stallion is the most nominated female artist for the award show with five nominations under her belt. The Baby and Doja Cat racked up four nominations each at first-time nominees. Bad Bunny and Justin Bieber snagged six nominations a pop. And you can find the full list of nominations on their website. The 2020 American Music Award kicks off on Sunday, November 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. And Jeopardy trivia titans James Holzhauser, Ken Jennings, Jennings, and Brad Rutter are returning to ABC game show category with a new primetime program called The Chase. And this is what the network announced on Monday. The trio behind the ratings beast Jeopardy, the greatest of all time, will help headline the new Shiny Floor Quiz Show along with host Sarah Haynes, the TV journalist known for her work on Good Morning America and The View. Adapted from a British format of the same name, the chase will pit contestants against the ruthless quiz master trying to strip them of their cash prizes. Each hour-long episode is a fast-paced battle of brain power where contestants are challenged to think faster than they ever thought possible to answer up to 166 questions across all topics. That should be interesting. And earning his 21st number one hit on the Billboard R&B Hip Hop Song Charts, Drake has best a record previously held by Icon Aretha Franklin and Stevie Wonder. Drake's Laugh Now Cry Later featuring rapper Little Dirk reached the number one spot on the chart this week. Wonder and Franklin, who died in 2018, each had had 20 songs top the charts. Um, it, it sounded like they were talking about Stevie Wonder, who also died, but no, they were referring to Aretha Franklin. Of Drake's 21 number one hits on the R&B hip-hop song charts, 12 include him in the leading role, including God's Plan, In My Feelings, Hotline Bling, Hold On, We're Going Home, and Best I Ever Had. His first major hit 
released in 2009. Nine of his number one successes are songs he co-starred on, including Work with Rihanna, Moment for Life with Nicki Minaj, Fall for Your Type with Jamie Foxx, and I Invented Sex with Trey Song. Earlier this year, the 34-year-old Drake made Billboard chart history when he set a new record for most songs of the Hot 100 chart, Billboard's main song chart that include all music genres. A decade after having uh, the book thrown at him for tax evasion, Wesley Snipes is reflecting what he learned during his time behind bars. The actor told The Guardian during an interview published this week that he said, quote, I came out a clearer person, clearer of my values, clearer of my purpose, clearer about my relationship with my ancestors and the great God and the great goddess above, and clearer on what I was going to do once I had my freedom back. The biggest thing I got from it, learning the values of time and how we often squander it. I understand that very clearly now, having been away from my family and loved ones two and a half years, unquote. The 58-year-old Blade star was sentenced to three years in prison back in 2008 and fined $5 million for willfully failing to file millions of dollars worth of past tax returns. After an appeal was denied, he began his sentence in a federal prison that December of 2010 and released in April of 2013. And since serving the bid, Snipes' acting credits include 2014 The Expendable 3 and Spike Lee's 2015 Amazon film Chirac. Last year, he starred opposite Eddie Murphy in Netflix Dolomite Is My Name. Next month, he will start in the highly anticipated sequel to Come Into America, America uh, set to premiere on December 18 on Amazon. Actress Laura Benetti has joined the cast of HBO Max Gossip Girl reboot. Benetti, who is best known for her Broadway career and has also worked on TV shows like Supergirl, Younger, and Nashville, is joining the ensemble cast through little is known about her character. And this is according to Deadline. The new Gossip Girl series is set to feature fashion blogger turned actress Tavi Gevinson, Thomas Dorothy, Adam Chandler Barrett, and Zion Marino. Joshua Safran will serve as showrunner after previously executive producing the original show, which ran from 2007 to 2012, and turned Blake Lively, Penn Bagley, Chase Crawford, Ed Westwood, and Langston Meester into stars. And Jeannie Mai has pulled out of Dancing with the Star after being hospitalized with espalitis. The 41-year-old is leaving the reality TV competition series after seeking medical attention for the potential life-threatening inflammatory condition that caused swelling and block airflow to the lungs. She said in a statement to Good Morning America that her doctors discovered a health concern with her throat, which required immediate attention and surgery. Jeannie was competing with professional dancer Brandon Armstrong on the show, and following her sudden departure, producers had opted to only eliminate one couple from the show this week. Rapper Nelly, Selling Sunset, Christelle Stouse, Black, uh, Backstreet Boys singer A.J. McLean and Disney ch- uh, Channel actress Sky Jackson are among those competing in the current 29th season. And British actress Jodie Turner-Smith is to play Anne Boleyn in a groundbreaking new TV series about the British monarch Henry VIII's second wife. The Queen and Slim star, who is of Jamaican heritage, will play Anne in the new three-part psychological thriller, which will air on UK's network Channel 5, and this is according to Deadline. With the working title Anne Boleyn, the show will reportedly follow her downfall from 
Henry's much-loved queen to her beheading and shine a feminist light on the brutal reality of a patriarchal Tudor society. It will also examine how her failure to give Henry a male heir affecting her standing and her battle to secure the future of her daughter, the future Queen Elizabeth I. An air date for the show made by Viacom CBS is yet to be announced. Jody Turner-Smith, who's now 34, took a break this year as she's uh, she was pregnant with her first child. She gave birth to a baby girl in April, four months after she tied the knot with Joshua Jackson. She was last seen on the big screen last year with Queen and Slim and on the TV with Jet. Her next movie includes action thriller Without Remorse and the sci-fi drama After Yang. And Adele and uh, Saturday Night Live landed in some hot water. They were criticized over a sketch intended to poke fun at sex tourism. In the skit, the When We Were Young hitmaker, along with SNL regular Kate McKinnon and Heidi Gardner, play white divorcees thirsting over African men. They invited fans to visit Africa as they made comments full of sexual innuendos about the African men. The female trio described the local males as tribemen and massive bamboos, while shirtless black male uh, extras were seen accompanying white women on a beach in the background. The parody, which described Africa as the number one destination for divorcees of a certain age, was dim, insensitive, inappropriate, and ill-timed amid the ongoing NSARS protests against place in Nigeria. Neither Adele nor SNL issued any comments about the controversial sketch, which aired two weeks ago. The episode featured musical performance by Herb Bark, Adele's first time ever as a host on the NBC show, despite her previous visit as a musical guest. Right now, we have only three minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, That's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, Tune in next time. We're going to do it all over again. We've been, you've been listening to That's Entertainment. And uh, make sure you like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertained is the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at T Jones Give. And if you're not a registered listener here on BTR, make sure you register. It's free. And uh, all you have to do is uh, sign in and not only get the chance to listen to my show every week, but you can also listen to other shows here on the network. And also, to um, to I also want to apologize earlier on in the show for those uh Prank callers uh, You know like I said before I've been doing this show For over 10 years now And every now and then you get these Callers who call in And say some nasty things uh, On your show um, I, I don't know I, I think I had complained to BTR About that situation but uh, Apparently it's still the same situation So I apologize for that So um, it doesn't always happen But every now and then you get a few of these uh Characters calling in with nothing else better to do but to uh, say uh, awful things and call you names on a show that you I've been taking seriously as long as I've been here on the network. So, again, apologize for that. But, um, again, I hope you have a great day. I hope you stay safe. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening again to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.